Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Welcome to the new Christian broadcast, and I want to thank you so much for listening each week. I'm so grateful that you have subscribed and are listening. Please leave comments in my social media so that I can see where you're listening from. You can reach me on my Facebook channel at facebook.com forward slash preacher Jim C or on my YouTube channel named Preacher Jim C. You can leave me comments in any one of my videos there. This week, we are going to start a new topic. Not a new episode or a new season, but a new topic. Uh, For the next 10 weeks, we are going to talk about shame. What shame is, what the Bible has to say about it, and how we as believers can help combat this feeling of shame, what the Bible has to say about it, how we can handle this feeling. In our first episode, uh, we looked at the story of in this episode here that we're talking about in the series. We're going to look at a story in the Gospel of John in chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. That's Gospel of John, chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. So let's read this story and see how shame and Jesus plays a role in a big picture in this story. Let's start in verse 1 of chapter 8 of the Gospel of John. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. A teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says that we should stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him verse 6 says, into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, They slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stooped up, stood up again, and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? The woman answers, No, Lord, she said. And Jesus says these words, 
And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. Try to imagine this scene. A woman is on trial for a crime that everyone knows she has committed. The judge renders the verdict of guilty. But then the judge steps down from the bench and offers to take the punishment in her place. The woman is left standing, free from guilt, before the law, but not free from the shame before the crowd. That is so important. The woman is left standing free from guilt before the law, but not free from the shame before the crowd. They all knew what she did. In our reading today, in our story, a woman was caught in the act of adultery. She stood silent before her accusers, defenseless before the law and the crowd. Her guilt and her shame were exposed and confirmed by everyone. What would Jesus say to this woman? God the Father once carved the law on the tablets of stone in the Ten Commandments. Now the finger of God, the Son, etched a pattern in the temple dust. Nobody really knows what Jesus wrote, but obviously it struck a chord with the, with the Pharisees and the law. The law was not wrong to condemn her, though for adultery, using it as a weapon to justify, this is what the law, this is what the Pharisees were doing. They were using it as a weapon to justify self-righteousness at the expense of someone else. However, was it wrong? Jesus demonstrated how to uphold both the law and God's original intent for it, right? Jesus had to had the authority to forgive the woman's sin and spare her from the punishment of stoning. But his concern was not only for the woman's physical life. He knew her shame would remain with her for the rest of her days. Jesus reminded the crowd that none of them were blameless before the law. They all needed mercy, right? kind of reminds you of Matthew's gospel where, where it says in chapter 7, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged, for you will be treated as you treat others. The standards you use in judging is the standards by which you will be judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own eye? And how can you think how can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get, get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrites, it says. You get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. After the, stone, after the stoning, the stones dropped to the ground and the footsteps retreated. The woman remained standing before her judge. He did not pretend that she was innocent. Realize this, Jesus didn't pretend that she was innocent or accuse, or accuse her of a crime. He didn't. 
He healed her shame by forgiving her sins and instructing her to live in a way that reflects the healing and forgiveness that she received. You see, we have to do that as well, right? Long after you have confessed your sins, do you still feel like you're walking around with its stain on your life? Let me say that again, because that is so deeply important. Long after you have confessed your sin, do you still feel like you are walking around with its stain? God promises not only to only forgiveness for sins, but also purification from all unrighteousness. You see, First John, John, chapter one, verse nine says this: "But." If we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If you have confessed your sins to the Lord, then he proclaims you clean. Ask his spirit to help you accept the truth of your healing. Jesus proclaimed that those who repent and confess their sins to Jesus, accept his free gift of salvation by acknowledging him, then they shall be saved. I wanna give you this opportunity right now to lift the shame from your heart, to finally be set free from the guilt and the shame, to know that Jesus is Lord. It requires repentance and it is a turning from sin and acknowledging and accepting you need Jesus. There is no magic words, friends. Paul puts, puts it best when he says in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As we continue this discussion for the, for the next week to week on shame, I want you to know that Jesus is ready to hear your prayer. I look forward to sharing with you God's word on this topic of shame. Won't you have a blessed week? I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter uh, links, links are there, and you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up, and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us, and have a blessed day.